This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Live from everywhere USA, it's Fox Across America with Jimmy Fallon. Here we go, here we go, coming to you live from the greatest country in the world, broadcasting from the tippy top of the world-famous Fox News headquarters in New York City. It is Fox Across America with Jimmy Fallon, a man who's not running the country into the ground. Wow, happy Friday, everybody. Some new polling out today tells us that 80% of this country thinks the economy is in poor shape. Biden sucks. Another 74% believe a recession is on the way. But either way you slice it, Joe Biden is on a trajectory to go down as just about the worst president in history. I agree with that. We're going to discuss it. Uh, it's, you know, heavy lifting here. We're going to discuss it with Diamond Dave Landau, nationally touring comedian. You may just see an appearance from my demon spawn, Lincoln Fela. And if everybody behaves, Janice Dean, the weather machine, could also be joining us on a Big Friday episode. <laughs> 888-788-9910. If you want to be a part of my final broadcast in New York this week before we head out to Reno, Nevada, as the great Chris Berman would say, the biggest little city in the world. I will be appearing tomorrow night at the Carson Nugget, Saturday night, February the 4th. Uh, first two shows are sold out. There are a handful of seats left for the 10 o'clock show that we added because I want to meet as many of you guys as I can. Uh, so if you want a piece of that action, you want to play some blackjack with the champ, hang out. Tickets at ccnugget.com. Uh, I also have an announcement for people trying to come see me at Fat Cats Comedy Club up in Utica, February the 17th, February the 18th. Uh, all of those shows are now officially sold out. Oh, stop it. It's the good news. If you got the tickets, you can come be a part of it. But if you didn't get tickets, okay, we added an extra show. We were supposed to do three shows. That became four shows. We were supposed to do four shows. That became five shows. We can't physically do more than five given the time constraints. But what we can do is after the late show Saturday night in up in Fat Cats, uh, we will be hanging out. You can come hang out with the gang. So even if you don't see the show, I will avail myself to you for selfies and whatever the hell else you get into. You want to drink? You want to, you know, arm wrestle? Little human trafficking? What the hell did you just say? I'm being silly. But you know what? Any line of work is probably an advantageous one to be in the way things are going right now. Let me read you this Friday polling about the direction of the country because this is crazy. Okay, but right now in America, under Joe Biden's leadership, 71% of Americans, 71% think the country's going the wrong way. Biden is such a disaster. Really think about that. Breaks down to 55% amongst Democrats, 86% amongst Republicans. Look at it again. We've hailed an Uber XL. We just left the Fat Cats Comedy Club after that spirited meet and greet. Ten of us jumped into an Uber XL. Okay, seven of us believe 
Seven of us out of the ten believe the driver is headed the wrong way. You know what that probably means? The other three are clearly on something. Okay, the point I'm trying to make here is if you think the country's going well under Biden, I do not want a hit of what you're smoking because chances are it's a lot too strong for me. Correct the mundo. This is bad stuff. And I'm in a good mood, but I got to give you some of these numbers because I really think is, you know, we're starting to see the 24, 2024 race take shape on the Republican side. You're starting to hear rumblings of people on the Democratic side that might primary Biden if he doesn't just get the hell out of the way. We heard Gavin Newsom thought he was a serious contender. <laughs> I know. Seriously. Yeah, no, the guy who turned California into a world's giant toilet. Let's put him in charge. Make America poop again. I mean, really, what do you call your slogan, Gavin? He's terrible. It's embarrassing. Then we're hearing rumblings that Kamala Harris wants to give it a shot. Kamala's awful with her weird laugh. <laughs> but the fact remains, none of them could do worse than Biden is doing right now when you look at the state of the country. Come on, man. No, I, you can't. Come on, man. Let's talk about this. OK, because this is not an activist show. This is not a I want you mad at the Democrats. I don't want you mad at anybody. We're going to listen for three hours a day. Whatever mood I put you in, you're going to take with you, which means if I put you in a bad mood, you're going to put other people in a bad mood. I'm going to put other people in a bad mood. You know, the whole point of the show is we want to be a force multiplier of positive energy. I want you to be in a good mood so people are happy to see you. The next room you walk into when we get off the air, you know, I want you to be that force multiplier. You know, when a dog walks into the room, oh, who's a big boy? Oh, look who's here. That's what I want you to be. I want you to be a dog with a job every dang day. But it's really hard for the dog to not feel like the party's leaving town without him right now. When me and Jenny first moved into our first house in Levittown, New York, we had a golden retriever named Bailey. Oh, what a good guy he was. Bailey was just a man, just a big, happy hound. And you know how goldens are. This is all play, 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 play. Always had a toy in his mouth. If the if the doorbell rang and he didn't have a toy, he would frantically search the house for one. Like, oh, my God, what do you? You know what I mean? I can't, I can't answer the door without a toy. These people will be devastated. You know, the dog just wants to, you know, just wants to please you. It's all he wants to do. If you ever got sick in our house when Bailey was around, like actually sick, like on the couch, medicated, throwing up in a bucket, like he'd bring you a toy. He's like, I know what you need. Maybe if you throw me this tennis ball, you'll feel better. You know, that whole thing. It was a great dog. But from time to time, you'd leave and you couldn't bring the dog with you. And as you were pulling out of the house... Our dog, Bailey, you'd see his head through the glass with his head in his paws, just looking at you with this utter look of devastation. And you'd have to just drive away and leave him behind, and he was crushed. And I got to be honest with you. In the big game of politics, we're all getting baileyed right now by the guy who happens to be in the Oval Office, who is, of course, accompanied by a whole litany of people who have no idea what they're doing. I'm Kamala Harris, and I approve this message. Kamala Harris, one of the women in his administration, it's worth pointing out that this old delusional buffoon yesterday said with a straight face that half the women in his administration are women. We have a president that is clearly not all there. I'm not making this up, Josh. Take it away. More than half the women in my cabinet, more than more than half the people in my cabinet, more than half of the women in, the, in my administration are women. Have you ever had a checkup? 
More than half the women in my cabinet are women. Biden's lost his marbles. But has he? Maybe he's actually being honest. This is the first time we've ever heard this administration acknowledge biology. Half the women in his cabinet are actually biological women. That's true. That is true. As for the other half, I don't know that they'd get the Mr. Rogers stamp of approval. Boys are boys from the beginning. If you were born a boy, you stay a boy. Girls are girls right from the start. If you were born a girl, you stay a girl and grow up to be a lady. Not in the Democratic Party. They're like, oh, hell no. Mr. Rogers is a transphobe. You can't be saying stuff like that. Ain't nobody got no time for no biology here. What you talking about? What the hell is the world coming to? I don't know. But one of the reasons the country is such a mess is because we're not even debating reality anymore. I'm giving you more from this poll. 81% of Americans describe the country today as a dysfunctional family. 16% describe it as a tight-knit family. Okay, 81% say dysfunctional. One of the reasons we're dysfunctional is because we're debating things that defy all logic. Like, think of where we've gone in this administration. We had the most secure border in the history of our country. We repealed every one of those policies because Democrats decided that securing your country's borders was stupid. That's stupid. Use your common sense. Yes, the stupid claim is the stupid one. You follow? Okay, fentanyl has now become the number one killer of American adults in this country. And they told us it was racist to secure the border. So in the name of pretend racism, no more border security, no more border wall, no more remain in Mexico policy, no more Title 42. To be clear, there are people policing our border. But if they catch people trying to get into this country illegally, what do they do? They let them in. So understand You can tell me, oh, we got security. Don't say the border's wide open. The border is wide open. It's the college bar that doesn't check ID. Show up to the bar, whether you're allowed to be there or not, whether you got the ID or not, come on down. Naturally, word gets out that there's a bar in town that's not checking ID. So what happens? Everybody who's not supposed to be there shows up at the bar. Okay, these are dumb ideas. They told us at one point we had to defund the police because the police were a bigger threat than the actual criminals they have sworn to protect us against. That is a fact check false. Okay, they told us what? That Georgia's voter ID law was Jim Crow on steroids. This is Jim Crow on steroids, what they're doing in, in Georgia. And you really think about that. This is the guy who vowed to unite the country turns around and says the state of Georgia is worse than the Jim Crow era where people were beaten to deny them the right to vote. Their houses were burnt down. They were charged poll taxes and faced with literacy clauses and grandfather clauses. I don't know what you know about Jim Crow, aside from the fact that it was Democrats implementing it, but Jim Crow wasn't big on voter turnout. Okay, you want to know why we feel like a dysfunctional family? We had an administration from the top down that told us there would be no vaccine mandate. No, I don't think it should be mandatory. I wouldn't demand it to be mandatory. But- Perhaps... 
the federal government should step in and issue mandates? And if not, are you putting the needs of unvaccinated people ahead of the needs of vaccinated people? I think the question here, one, that's not the role of the federal government. Um, that is the role that institutions, private sector entities, uh, and others may take. That certainly is appropriate. Also, local communities uh, are going to take uh, steps they need to take. I don't think you'll ever see a mandating of vaccine, particularly for the general public. Oh, no, no vaccine for the general public? <laughs> Within weeks of saying that, they all turned around and implemented a vaccine. That's just how white folks will do you. Because at every turn, it's been more important for this administration to fight a fake culture war than it has to fight for this country. Calling voter ID Jim Crow on steroids is a fake culture war. Every black person in America is capable of getting an ID, and here's a newsflash. They have them. That is correct. Okay, you can't drive a car, open a bank account, board a plane, buy a beer at a ball game. You can't do anything without an ID, let alone get the same vaccine the Democrats mandated. So are they guilty of vaccine suppression because black people were required to show ID when they got themselves one of these precious vaccines? The answer would be no. No, this was a fake culture war. No differently than all the gender ideology stuff we're doing now, where they want you to believe it's cool to have your kindergartner learn to chop off their junk before they learn to add numbers. Okay, and if you oppose that, you're some type of transphobe. So everybody should vote Democrat because the hate-filled lunatics on the right, they're the problem. They're going to lead to a spike in suicides and hate crimes. It's all a scam. The reason these poll numbers are as bad as they are, 71% of the people think the country is going in the wrong direction. 74% think we're going to have a recession. 81% think we're a dysfunctional family. To be honest, the number sounds low because not only are they lying about biology and practical stuff like our energy independence and border security and everything in between, but they're also pushing climate nonsense on us. Under the guise of inflation reduction, Joe Biden passed an Inflation Reduction Act and then with a straight face said it was the biggest climate change bill in the history of this country. Now, understand, if that was important, they wouldn't have had to pass it under a different name. I'm telling you, that boy's a genius. Seriously, if the American people wanted climate change, you pass a climate change bill and we go, yay. But instead, they passed an Inflation Reduction Act. And once people voted for inflation reduction that's not coming, they celebrated a climate bill. That's not right. And that's the biggest problem in this issue. I could talk to you about everything going on in this country. But the reason 71% of the people think it's going the wrong way is because we've got a guy in the office that's an actual sociopath when he knows who he is at all. Stock market was falling, but there was Joe on the lawn Saying the bill they passed would help me and you But inflation is soaring, and my savings are gone Joe can't remember who he's talking to Joe's a liar and he's insane Spend sunny days in the basement with no friends He's seen 
hunters' crimes, but the press won't cover them. And he's shaking hands with invisible men. You're listening to Fox Across America with Jimmy Fallon. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory... Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Fox Across America presents Great Moments in Presidential History. Ask not. What your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. America is a nation that can be defined in a single word. I was going to put him in uh, foot. It is Fox Across America with Jimmy Fallon. And no, that is not an edited clip of your president. Man, what a mess this guy happens to be. It's just a disaster, man. I played a clip a minute ago. We should can we play it one more time, Josh? More than half the women in my cabinet, more than more than half the people in my cabinet, more than half the women in, the, in my administration are women. <laughs> this man needs a retirement home and a warm bowl of soup. <laughs> I, I don't even know what to do with that. More than half the women in my cabinet are women. Now, biologically speaking, he's probably not even telling you the truth. I'm sure, you know, someone's throwing the challenge flag right now. And you can tell me it might have been a slip of the tongue, too. But let me ask you, how many slips of the tongue are we okay with here as a country? Something I brought up on Fox and Friends this week. One of the coolest things that's ever happened to me in my life is they just recently gave me a weekly recurring segment on Fox and Friends. It's every Tuesday morning at 6.50 in the morning. So I'm the lead into the big 7 o'clock hours. It's very flattering. It's very exciting. Like, I, I share this stuff with you. It's like, I'm honestly like, I'm half proud of it. Most of it is just me wanting credit as a former cab driver. I, I'm like the only one I know who's pulled it off. I want the credit. You know what I mean? It's like I always brag about Jenny and Lincoln because I think they're amazing. I, I do. I want the credit. Look at me. I'm a slob. Nobody has accomplished more with less than I have. That's true. That is true. So I want the credit, Dan. But we were talking about this on Fox and Friends the other day. The media can cover for Joe Biden. They pretend he's fine. They don't acknowledge that this guy is going to quit talking in the middle of the sentence because he's done. He's sending in the punt team on second down. But do you know who's not looking the other way on this? Our enemies. Okay, our enemies, the people on the world stage, you know, like the Chinese government that's surrounding Taiwan. Russian government lobbing missiles into Ukraine, the North Korean government lobbing missiles over Japan. They're doing what they're doing because they think the guy in charge is a moron. 
Out of the gates and ready to go. Hey, it's Hutton with Row. Hot Mike is here on the Outkick Network. We've got your afternoon covered with the latest sports discussion, and it's available wherever you find your audio. Daily analysis and news. He is hot. I am Mike. Actually, my <laughs> name is Chad. His name is Jonathan. But you get the picture. We're going to bring it every single day. Whatever you want to call us, we'll respond to. We just want you to respond to what we're dishing out every day. And while you're here, we hope you subscribe to the podcast, like, subscribe, and share. Oh, you better believe it. Fox Across America with your main man, Jimmy Fallon, 888-788-9910. We'll try to get into some of your calls in the next hour. Right now, we're having a grown-up talk about the president of the United States, a man that will not get the 25th Amendment applied to him no matter what happens between now and the end of this term. Joe Biden could literally be in front of the podium telling people he was Batman and they're not going to yank him out. Do you want to know why? Two words. President Kamala. No, God! No, God, please, no! 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 There's a lot of talk on this show specifically about the 2024 race because it's starting to shape up. You know, Trump's taking shots at Nikki and Nikki Haley and DeSantis and everybody in between, and there's Tim Scott rumors abound, and we're a lot of talk about the Republican side. But we got to be honest about the Democratic side, okay? I don't doubt that Biden wants to run again, but between the damage done from the Hunter laptop revelations of the past 48 hours where he admitted it was his laptop, and then he turned around and said, just because I admitted with my laptop doesn't mean it was my laptop. Hunter's a dirtbag. <laughs> I mean, that was a lot. But between that and the classified documents, and yes, the fact that he is in his late hundreds, and 71% of the country thinks we're headed in the wrong direction, there's no world where Biden's going to be the president beyond 2024. Just none. That being said, the reason there's not more of an effort to push him out is they don't have a logical successor. You know, if Kamala Harris was perceived as a strong vice president, maybe. But the problem is Kamala Harris is a buffoon. Like, I've never seen somebody less comfortable in their own skin than Kamala Harris. You know how the whole rationale for them telling us we should be okay with kids getting gender reassignment surgery is because they're not comfortable in their own skin? Well, I'm not telling you it's her gender that she's uncomfortable with, but Kamala Harris is well beyond anybody who's pursuing some type of a reassignment. Okay, listen to her pander about going into space and listen to this forced, completely contrived, it's a disturbing cackle that she rounds this out with. I played it earlier in the week, but I want you to hear it again. It's clip 35. Which brings me to May 30th, 2020. Bob and Doug returned to the Kennedy Space Center. They suited up. They waved to their families, and they rode an elevator up nearly 20 stories. They strapped in to their seats and waited as the tanks beneath them filled with tens of thousands of gallons of fuel. And then they launched. Yeah, they did. Why do you do things like that? You're like a crazy person. (laughs) Kamala Harris. You're a loony. I mean, man. Yep. 
They did. They launched. <laughs> what a sociopath. Tucker had a good comment. I want to play this, too. Sometimes what I like to do here, if I like to use my platform to shine some light on the smaller shows. So here's me trying to get Tucker Carlson finally some notoriety out there in the media landscape. It's clip 36. Imagine your dumbest, most officious kindergarten teacher takes a ton of acid and then becomes vice president. She's not sober. There's like mescaline or something. It's <laughs> not wrong. He's not wrong. And that's the problem. Yeah, I mean, listen, you know what's bad? When Elizabeth Warren won't speak, won't commit to the idea of you being on the ticket a second time around. So forget Kamala leading the ticket. Elizabeth Warren, okay? Here she is, clip 38, telling you uh, about her take on 2024. Yes, he should run again. Yeah. And he is running again. Because he has gotten a tremendous amount done. Should Kamala Harris be the, his choice a second time around? You know, I, I really want to defer... <laughs> to what makes Biden comfortable <laughs> on his team. But they need, they have to be a team. And my sense is they are. I don't mean that by suggesting I think there are any problems. I think they are. That was embarrassing. <laughs> Let me tell you something, okay? If you walk into a kindergarten class, you go, hey, you kids want ice cream? You know what they say? Yeah! Instant instantaneously instantaneously okay if you want kamala harris to be on that ticket in 2024 and someone goes you think she should run again you know what you say you say immediately <laughs> but instead what elizabeth warren said should kamala harris be his choice second time around well you know here's the thing <laughs> You know, I, I want to defer to what makes the team comfortable. But, you know, they have to be a team. My sense is they're a team. And I don't mean that by suggesting there are problems. I mean, I think they are a really good team. Not even close. Folks, that was a moment of pure candor out of Elizabeth Warren. A level of honesty we certainly never saw when she was sharing the results of her DNA tests. But, you know. As they say, when you read into that type of a message where there's smoke, there's fire. Or, yes, the smoke could be Elizabeth Warren sending a signal from the teepee. But the point is, that was not a ringing endorsement, and everybody in Washington feels the exact same way. He's a lousy dad, but he's right. So understand, the reason the Republican nominating contest is going to be such a bloodbath in the short term is because... Everybody wants a shot at this nomination. Like, you, everyone has a chance to be president. Like, whoever gets this. You got to think of it like, you know in those WWF matches where they would have, like, the Royal Rumble steel cage match? So, like, 12 wrestlers get in the ring, and the one guy who can climb out alive is the champion now? You don't even necessarily be the best guy in the ring. You just got to find a way onto that ladder to get the hell out of there. Everybody, everybody who can raise 50 bucks to launch a campaign... And you're going to need a lot more in this crowded cycle. But the point is, everybody wants a shot because if you win the Republican nomination, yo, the Democrats have nobody right now. Nobody. And you know who knows they have nobody? Are you ready for it? They're allies in the media. When you're right, you're right. And you're right. And how do I know that? Because I'll share you some clips. Here's one from The View. i got to play you a clip from The View. No, God! 
God! No! God, please, no! 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 I know, it's going to hurt me more than it hurts you, but here is Whoopi Goldberg picking up where Joy Reid left off earlier in the week, saying DeSantis wants to teach kids racist history. Now, DeSantis banned an AP African Studies course that focused on queer theory and gender intersectionality. Was queer theory and gender intersectionality in any African studies course you've ever heard of in your life? The answer would be no. What the Democrats are doing now, this is no different than the Inflation Reduction Act. They know their policies aren't popular. So what they're doing is they're shoehorning their policies in under more popular names, meaning the Inflation Reduction Act was the biggest climate change bill in the world. Nobody would vote for a climate change bill. So what did they call it? Something popular, inflation reduction. People want inflation reduction. So they passed the Inflation Reduction Act. Sadly, it did not reduce inflation, not by a penny. Democrats are so full of crap. Totally. But that's what they're doing here as well. They called it an African studies course. But it's a gender studies course. They, of course, titled it a pre-African studies because then when he banned it, they can yell that he was racist because he doesn't want people studying African history. And this stuff works with people who run on self-righteousness, with low information people whose feelings are facts. And that's exactly who Whoopi Goldberg is catering to with this opinion right here. Clip 42. I don't understand why he believes that. He wants people to see the the history of Western civilization and history and philosophy of Western civilization because he wants to he wants it seen through that lens. Why is your lens better than my lens? What, what you know? So you're basically saying, like to people like Marion Croak, you're not going to teach about her. Her history is American history. What, what what is it that he doesn't get? We're not going anywhere. Just because you stop teaching it in the colleges, you think people are going to stop telling these stories? You're, you're, no, it's not going to happen. The view is awful. I mean, seriously, really think about that, what you just heard. Now he's banning history. He's a big, giant racist, you know? And why would they do that, knowing the facts aren't on their side? Because it's a social pressure campaign. There's enough people in the age of 2023, where politics have become a branding exercise, you just want to align your brand with the position that you think looks good on you. Oh, well, they're racist. Well, they're, gee, I don't want to be with a racist. I, I, I guess I'm against that guy. Democrats just call everyone racist so they go along with their stupid ideas. Totally. Okay. But no stampede of stupidity would be complete without Joy Behar weighing in. Pound for pound, which is a fair amount of pounds, the dumbest person on television. This is clip 43. He's basically sacrificing the education of a whole generation <laughs> of people. He's trying. For, for, for his ambition, which is basically to be president of the country. Yeah. And so, you know, and, and, and I love the idea that he says that, um, wait a second, um, the, uh, that there is a, um, oh, it's a drain on resources yeah. and hostile to academic freedom yeah. to teach LGBT, African-American, yeah. women's studies. And yet he's banning library books. He's banning AP courses, drag shows, women's right to choose. Now they're banning diversity and inclusion. And they're calling it freedom, freedom yeah. for home. What would you do with a brain if you had one? I mean, weapons grade stupid. He's sacrificing the education 
of a whole generation of people. That was absolutely dreadful. Not to mention weapons grade stupid. Bingo. Think about that. It's not sacrificing the education of a whole generation of people. It's not saying you can't learn math or science or social studies or even the history of this country that, yes, was founded on slavery and, yes, had a civil rights movement and, yes, the Democrats opposed both. But Democrats aren't being denied. Republicans aren't being denied. Independents aren't being denied the right to learn those things in a Florida classroom. What they're being denied is a heavy focus on gender ideology. And the Democrats are running it on the straw man argument of racism, not because they think DeSantis is banning books and banning gays and blacks, but because they're horrified that they have nobody standing between him or Trump or Nikki Haley or Tim Scott or Mike Pompeo or anybody with an R next to their name and the White House. is Fox Across America with Jimmy Fallon. It is Fox Across America with your radio buddy Jimmy Fallon wrapping things up in New York today and heading out to Carson City tomorrow night. I will be at the Carson Nugget. Tickets still available for the 10 p.m. show. Uh, We're also back on the road in March. Okay, we got a lot going on in February. We're in Carson. We're upstate in Utica. But in March, March the 3rd, Friday night, I will be at the Federal Way Performing Arts and Events Center in Federal Way, Washington, just outside of Seattle there. Hey, girl. Saturday night, March the 4th, I will be at the Crest Theater in Sacramento, California. Saturday night, March the 4th. Uh, April the 7th, we're at the Tower Theater in Bend, Oregon. April the 8th, we are at the Egyptian Theater in Boise, Idaho. And, of course, April 21st and 22nd, we will be at Bananas Comedy Club in Bergen, New Jersey. Right back here on the East Coast, you can come hang out with your radio buddy. If you can't make it to any of the shows this weekend but you still want to see me in action, uh, tomorrow night I will be joining Dan Bongino on his Fox News show. Uh, I'll be taping that live from a studio in Reno before I go on stage. So Lord knows what I'll be wearing on TV. <laughs> it's not good. You know what I'm saying? This could be a problem. Oh, I'm wanted in like nine states by the fashion police right now. Uh, what's not wanted, what is not wanted, are free tickets to The View. Uh, nobody wants them. You are correct, sir. I'm going to pick up where I left off earlier. Here's Whoopi Goldberg 
saying people in Florida like her parents are going to vote out DeSantis if he's not careful because he's banning black people. This is bananas. Clip 44. Just to clarify, 0.14% of the University of Florida's budget goes to DEI. 0.14. Okay, so it's even smaller than I get. That makes your point even more, though. Yeah, but but the the thing is, listen, you can. My folks are from Florida. They're Floridians, and they've been black the whole time. They were raised. <laughs> oh, girl. They were raised in Florida. There's always been black people in Florida, and if you're not careful, that base is going to rise up and vote your ass out of there. Oh, girl. I'm surrounded by idiots. Okay, the only problem is the people who live in Florida overwhelmingly support DeSantis. You want to know why? Because his real policies are nothing like what's being described. When you're right, you're right. And you're right. Okay, the don't say gay bill never said the word gay. Okay, it wasn't banning gay people. DeSantis banning a gender studies course that focuses on queer theory is not him banning black people or African studies. But that's what they tried telling you. They're down to straw man arguments and the race hasn't even started. Here is Joy Reid taking it a step further, saying he's making Florida the meanest place on earth. Clip 46. He's taking aim at drag performances, even suggesting that oh, he would urge he. the state's child protective services to investigate parents who take their own kids to one. He's actively trying to ban COVID vaccine mandates and restricting mask rules, while at the same time calling for probes into supposed wrongdoing linked to the vaccine. And he's doing all of this while making sure that anyone can walk around with a gun, no permit required. It's a right-wing fantasy land, like Disney World, but in hell. Come to Florida, the meanest place on earth. Joy Reid is a race-baiting loser. <laughs> I mean, really? Every point she just made in attacking DeSantis was actually a reason to love the guy. Oh, you're right. And when you're right, you're right. And you, you're always right. Think about this. He's banning drag shows for kindergartners. Okay? Banning drag shows for kindergartners. Is that a bad thing or a good thing? It's a good thing. Okay? He's fighting vaccine mandates because, yeah, we have no data on the long-term effects. They don't stop efficacy. You know, transmission. Bad thing or a good Oh, it's a good thing. I mean, really think about what we're talking about here. Okay, and you understand that the more she speaks out against the guy, the more people want to vote for him. I'm telling you, that boy's a genius. Live from everywhere USA, it's Fox Across America with Jimmy Fallon. There it is. There it is. Back in action. Big hour coming up on Fox Across America with Jimmy Fallon. As we're flying headfirst into the biggest story in the world right now, which is the fact that we have what the Chinese government is telling us is a weather balloon that has just drifted off course over the mainland United States. Come on, don't bullshit me. But that's exactly what they're doing. We just discussed it for an hour on the outnumbered couch and responsibly waited to dive in here till we had all the facts at our disposal. And the fact right now as we kick off the hour is Biden sucks. I got to tell you, man, there's no version of this story that's not a giant middle finger to the United States of America. Understand, our Pentagon 
has just acknowledged that this is a violation of our national sovereignty. Okay, the Chinese government has flown a spy balloon over the mainland United States directly over our intercontinental ballistic military sites in Montana as we speak. They are controlling the balloon as it flies east. And so far, the only thing we've said is, oh, we're monitoring the situation. We're uh, we're keeping an eye on it. You got to do better than that. Okay, what happens here on the world stage is Biden's weakness has really endangered us as a country. The analogy I made earlier, and one I've made a lot about this administration, is it's very much like the game of baseball. When you have a catcher who has a weak arm throwing out base runners, every team who plays you decide, well, let's go steal some bases. We're going to run on this guy all day. Okay, we demonstrated that arm in that catastrophic Afghan troop withdrawal. It, of course, emboldened China when they encircled Taiwan. It emboldened Putin when he invaded Ukraine. And it is certainly now emboldened China, which happens to be flying, no, not a weather balloon over the United States of America. No, not a surveillance balloon over the United States of America. China is flying a giant middle finger over the United States of America. Ah, you have a good eye, my man. In what world, in what America... Okay, did we ever say, hey, country that's not nearly as strong or as powerful as us, come embarrass us and fly over the country. And I understand it's provocative and the implication being you shoot down their balloon. Maybe they want us to. Maybe that means World War Three. Okay, it's an unknown. I don't know. I don't have an answer. I don't know where it would go if we shot it down. The only thing I can talk to you about responsibly is what we know and what we know is they have absolutely no respect for this administration. Bingo, man, bingo! Joining us now, somebody we all respect greatly, mainly because we all don't spend a lot of time with her off the air. I do. (laughs) (laughs) You guys have a very high opinion of this next guest. Uh, I know her a little better than that, but no, I am thankful for her presence. We just departed the outnumbered couch. We did, and we were phenomenal. We carried the show, and uh, she joins me now here in the Kiss and Cry room to get the gymnastic scores for our floor routine. (laughs) Kennedy is here, host of Kennedy on the Fox Business Network, and the crowd goes wild. There it is. Oh, no, they they are. each other so again us uh being we really are actually responsible broadcasters we i don't want to say we struggled but we had a very fair analysis of this situation ideally like yeah let's shoot down the balloon but there are implications to shooting it down that being said i think we would both agree that regardless of what the best course of action is aren't they kind of giving us the finger here oh absolutely no this is this whole thing never buy chinese propaganda uh, even at the 99-cent store when it is always a bargain. But, yes, yeah, so they're saying, oh, my God, we're so sorry. This is a weather balloon. We were just checking out the weather. And then because of weather and the westerlies, yeah. it, it blew off course. And now it's in the United States, which is so weird that westerlies uh, blew it east. This is going to end with Biden giving, giving us a speech about how climate change caused the balloon to drift. Well, the Chinese wouldn't need so many weather balloons. If we had electric stoves. <laughs> Come on, man. If only you guys had electric stoves, 
the gas from your stove wouldn't be causing. I mean, but that's the point. We've been fighting. You got to survey this, man. We've been fighting so many of the wrong battles and the weather and, and the world knows this. There's no world. The world knows this. China's not going to eat our lunch in a balloon. <laughs> but when you were watching, like, listen, man. Okay. No, they they want China sent this because they want us to shoot it. They Probably. want to create an international incident. They want they want they're distracting from something. They yeah. are distracting from either more satellites they are putting into orbit or from some other spying apparatus that they are launching on us simultaneously. This is this is a big distraction. Here's it's like my, when you when you give someone the windmill yeah, yeah. and box like, whoa, what do you do with your hand? And then <laughs> you hit him with the other hand. Exactly right. So are you saying and this right is like cross. Muhammad Ali used to do this uh, to great effect. Donnie the Golden Boy Lalonde mm-hmm. also tried that a few times against Sugar Ray Leonard because Sugar Ray Leonard famously deployed the move as well. Uh, but it didn't Had quite work. Had a detached retina that yeah. he fought with for some time. He, he did. Yeah. Uh, didn't quite. Uh, I almost assaulted him in the, the grocery store. Sugar Ray Leonard? Gelson's, yes. Add him to the list. <laughs> it's a. Yeah. It's a long list of celebrity encounters she's had. Uh, it is of my understanding, since we're talking about Chinese spies, uh, you recently ran into a person who was known for perhaps uh, you know getting a little cozy with a Chinese spy. Oh, you mean our Chinese spy humper in chief, Eric Swalwell? <laughs> the, the senior correspondent to Fang Fang. Yeah. I don't like him. Uh, I don't like that he represents California. I think that he is a dishonest actor, and I think when um, you know when there are people who misrepresent a state you hold dear, it is incumbent upon you to vent your frustration. And and it's okay, like free speech is protected in this country. So yeah, yeah, he was uh, he was going into the lounge, the United Lounge. I was leaving. He was going. He was on the up escalator. I was on the down escalator. So I saw him and flipped him off. <laughs> Eric Swalwell. And his bitchy minder was like, oh my God, that woman just flipped you off. And he turned around and gave me this face. <gasps> like, just disgusted. Like, what? <gasps> and I, I gave him the big smile and head nod. I'm like, yeah, that's me. I know I look like a dude, but yeah, that was me, Eric. <laughs> Kennedy right? is in studio and she gave Eric Swalwell the finger and America's a better place for it. I yeah. don't think anybody would argue otherwise. No, it, it rattled his day a little bit, but he politicians shouldn't think that everybody adores them. No, definitely not. No, I agree with that a thousand percent, especially right now when things – I mean the opening hour of this show today was a poll that 71 percent of the country thinks we're headed in the wrong direction. Nobody should be comfortable right now. No, but how does Joe Biden go? We've made the greatest gains that's the of joke. any president in modern history. Look at this jobs report. But that's you know you know what's funny about that? I think the way that they have governed through, you know, coordinated propaganda efforts to tell you the sky was green and you know down is up and everything in between. Mm-hmm. I think on some level it influences the way other countries are acting towards us right now. Because they know we do not want to portray this. I made that, by the way. We're going to get to it in a second. But we don't want to portray this in a way that's unflattering politically. You know, that's just reality. Like when we left Afghanistan, Joe Biden got on TV with a straight face and said it was the most successful withdrawal, the most successful airlift in the history of the country. With no eye for the fact that. That was a righteous strike. With no eye for the fact that. It was only an airlift because of how much we bungled, you know, the the withdrawal. But stick with me because what I was talking about is how the world looks at us as soft and more concerned with the political consequences than the human consequences. But I would be remiss if I didn't mention that while I was making that enlightened point, 
Kennedy rolled up two of her tea bags and just hit a three-point shot from the other side of the studio into the garbage. I have to give you this. Thank you. <laughs> it would be wrong if I didn't. So I'm just sitting here making a point to you, the listener, doing my job of radio. And it's me and the microphone. It's very personal. I'm hovering personal. over this microphone. And out of the corner of my eye, I see her take two tea bags out, wrap them up with her finger. And I mean, you talk about, you know, that she even did the head fake that Michael Jordan did on Byron Russell during game six against the Utah Jazz <laughs> and just hit what would have to be considered one of the best tea bag garbage can shots ever taken. Live on the radio. Jim. Li- live on the radio. Live on the radio. And it's, it's a pleasure to talk about this type of teabag in Kennedy for once because, you know, we've also say, had you the- know, wrapping the teabag, that's a <laughs> euphemism for something else completely. Oh, I know. Yeah, because I was, I was talking about pepper, uh, gray tea, Earl yeah. Grey. And Earl this, Grey. Was, this was clearly pepper. Good friend of the show. Yeah. <laughs> the Earl of Grey is here. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're talking to Kennedy uh, about the meteorological balloon flying over the continental United. There's no world. Where the weather takes a spy balloon over an intercontinental ballistic missile facility. So they are absolutely insulting us. So let's just spitball. Let's, now let's – we've prefaced the fact that we're trying to be responsible. What do you do? Do you shoot it down when it gets over I mean, water? I'm a non-traditionalist. Uh-huh. I think shooting things, that, that's very primal. Okay. Um, but I think, you know, you, you have to employ some mechanical physicists here. Mm-hmm. And you have to figure out, like – what can you – how do you encase something like that? Is there a net? Is is there some device like uh, Wonder Woman's lasso where you can get a hold of the thing? And I'm not, I'm not being funny. Like yeah. can you use magnets? Are there mm. things that can be attached and tethered and then you gently bring it down to earth? Because I am actually more interested in seeing what is on That's there. That's the problem. If you shoot it down, you don't necessarily know what it is. No. I mean you could <laughs> obliterate it and then, you know, if these – giant fabric-like swaths the size of football fields because this thing does have the circumference of three buses. We, yeah. we have learned several times. Mm-hmm. Um, if, if that splits apart and then blankets a park where there are a bunch of kids playing and they get trapped and, and suffocate, that is that makes the United States look awful and reactionary. Yeah, and that's where it's hard for us to justify the use. So everybody having a knee-jerk reaction, they just shoot it down. But the truth I understand is, the desire to do yeah, that because I really believe that's what China would do. If, yeah. if we sent a weather and, – and, you know, maybe we should send 15 weather balloons over there. Maybe that's the answer. Okay, you know what it's like? Yeah. When, Chip Ke- when Chip Kelly started coaching the Oregon Ducks mm-hmm. in football, uh, he used to – he would hold up signs – and they were separated in fourths. And there would be four different pictures or numbers or yeah. symbols on the sign. And no one knew if it actually meant something. So every college team started doing the same thing. Yep. And it was probably meaningless. But we could send over a bunch of weather balloons and the Chinese government would be like, wait, wait, wait a second. What? They're really spying. We were just like junior varsity spying. <laughs> so Kennedy now advocating for a read option. Uh, in terms of foreign policy, but it might be something. I mean, here's the here's the Mike. Here's really honestly, this was my my takeaway, and we didn't get to this on outnumbered. I'd like to know when we knew that this thing was a thing. Probably Meaning, later than we should have. Yeah, that's what I mean, because there's a lot of water between it and here. Meaning a lot of opportunities to shoot this thing down without it landing on civilians, which would lead me to believe somehow it evaded our radar. 
until it was over the mainland? Is that possible? Yeah, I think people started posting pics of it. They're like, what is this thing? But it's very interesting because um, this is actually good for people to see because whenever we have some sort of unidentified flying object or UAP, unidentified airborne fart face, um, that would be a UAFF. That's Mm -hmm. a totally different thing. People always go, you know, people who are skeptical that it could be some sort of alien craft or oh. extraterrestrial technology, they always go, oh, it could be a weather balloon. Th- this is what a weather balloon looks like. Yeah. This does not look like hovering supersonic Tic Tacs. And, and, and are you ready? Because it's always something. Uh, per a urgent – this is in our urgent queue here at Fox News. Uh, the U.S. U.S. government knew of this balloon for months. Oh. Jillian Turner reporting this. I love Jillian Turner. Uh, yes, of nobody loves her more than you and me. A U.S. official familiar with briefings on the matter tells me the government was aware this balloon was headed our way for months, in quotes. So they had a lot of ocean. And that to officials have been briefed on it during that time. the living crap out The U.S. has been monitoring the balloon from its origins in China. So oh, we've been can't watching hurt the this. dolphins. Like, so, yeah, yeah, blow it up over dude, the ocean. So you're telling me we've been NORADing this like it's Santa's sleigh on Christmas Eve? I'll be over Alaska now, kids. Put an anchor on it. Get get some super strong adhesive and suction or a rope on there and put an anchor and, and bring it back to Earth. This is ridiculous. That's what I would but do. But there's no way there's no way we're not demonstrating weakness to the rest of the world. Like when you hear we knew about it from like I wouldn't admit that. Like and I that's, I'm actually surprised by that. Yeah. And that's the kind of honestly, I'm su- I'm surprised they admitted it because yeah. that's the kind of thing that makes you look even weaker. Yes, I'd keep that under my hat. Mm-hmm. Oh no, no, we knew about it. So do you think on some? Do you think on some level maybe though, um, they didn't know, and this is their way of saying, "Don't worry, we're on top of things." Oh yeah, no, pff, yeah, we knew about that. Yeah. <laughs> the thing that just showed up out of, over Montana in the middle of nowhere, we knew the whole time. It's like mom. Larry's cooking meth in his bedroom. It's like, yeah, I know. <laughs> Inside mom's panicking, like, oh, my God. Ah, ah. Well, the meth is in the bedroom, Kennedy. Good job, Larry. Uh, take any prize off the top shelf. That was an incredible shot you hit. Oh, thank you. We are up against Can I get the chiclets break. or the thermos? <laughs> All right. If you For $5, you get three more shots. You can trade up for a larger stuffed animal. <laughs> nice. We'll negotiate after this. I'll take the Michael Moore. <laughs> the show that always has a giant smile on its face. All day long. I just want to make everybody happy. This is Fox Across America with Jimmy Fallon. It is Fox Across America with Jimmy Fallon. Just finished up with Kennedy. We've got every military expert in the world speaking across the country right now. We head to Kalamazoo, Michigan, where nobody knows more than Chris, who's standing by. Yo, Chris. Jimmy, how are you, sir? My man, I'm getting ready to fly to Reno. Sounds like I might have a balloon out the window. Oh, I mean, you could wave at it and say, I right, maybe take a couple pictures. Couple who knows? Balloon selfies. There you go. <laughs> so I've heard... That as soon as that uh, that weather balloon crossed over the border, it's starting to claim asylum and uh, looking to get paperwork done. Oh, man. They're going to relocate it to Martha's Vineyard. Is that why it's flying east? That's funny. <laughs> yeah, um, just for them to hide their uh, uh, I'll, I'll welcome here. So Turns funny. Into a no trespassing sign. What do you, but, it's so funny. What do you do? What does Chris do? If you're in charge, what do you do? I would unretire a couple of SR-71 Blackbirds. <laughs> Get them babies uh, shined up nice and pretty, 
and do a couple uh, afterburner laps around Xi Jinping's palace and say we're doing weather reconnaissance. <laughs> you see, retaliation this is... is real yeah. bad when it comes to veterans thinking of stuff to do. No, I know. This is the problem, man. It's like you're running the risk of a serious escalation if you shoot it down. That is absolutely what China would do if we sent one over there. But oh, every the, other country would. Uh, every other country. And, you know, we're getting reports out of the Pentagon that they knew about this for months, which demonstrates more weakness. Like, if we well, really did know about this for months, then at this point, like, China is – I don't know that they're shocked by how weak we are, but they're certainly confident going forward uh, that we are a paper champion. So this well, is a wild place to be. you yourself, sir, that – you know, people in the Biden administration are, are weapons-grade stupid. Yep. This is a new level. This is like weekend at Bernie's-grade stupid. You've got yeah. Hunter trying to work the legs and uh, uh, Chuck <laughs> Schumer trying to work the arms. <laughs> well, that's another thing. I was on Outnumbered earlier, and they were talking about how, you know, the, the president hasn't spoken yet. Uh, the, this is the kind of situation where Joe Biden is a huge liability. They don't want him speaking. Because he's going to get out there and screw up the words and have a real problem. So it's a lot. But that's part of what emboldens China to begin with, is we know we've got a guy that nobody perceives as being in charge or with it most days. So I think they're only going to get more brazen from here. It's going to be a hell of a weekend. Buckle up, my man. Yeah, thank you. Just because you can't make it to Reno doesn't mean you won't get a show out of the deal. Uh, Stay safe out there. There he goes. (laughs) The great Chris we got a lot to do here. Uh, we're going to have a power chat. Take more of your calls, 888-788-9910. We also have comedian Dave Landau booked to be on the show. I don't think we cancel him. Hey, if we're going to end the world, we might as, go, might as well go out laughing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> might, as well, might as well have some fun the show for us. It is Fox Across America with Jimmy Fallon, 888-788-9910. I am going to take your calls. Uh, How would you handle this Chinese surveillance balloon? It is a spy balloon. It's over the United States of America. They told us with a straight face through a statement that this was a weather balloon that accidentally blew off course. Sell crazy someplace else. We're all stocked up here. It's an insult. It is a violation of our sovereignty. The Pentagon has acknowledged as much. 888-788. I do want to get into some of your calls here in a minute. How would you handle this balloon? Do you shoot it down? I understand there'd be, you know, consequences in terms of the debris field that's supposedly the size of three football fields. Excuse me, three school buses. The payload attached to this bus. I understand it could constitute an escalation. Uh, Where I have a hard time with this is they're clearly disrespecting our sovereignty in a minor way from the standpoint of what we're being told is this is not a military device capable of harming the American people. That being said, it is a giant middle finger that's surveilling our nuclear facilities, something that does us no benefit when it comes to the safety of Americans. And my concern is, if you don't take this out, you may be faced with a similar situation down the road where you have to shoot down something a lot more consequential. This could be a problem. What I mean is if you let the balloon fly over, you don't shoot it down, do they they then send a spy plane over and dare you to shoot that down? 
you know, where does this go from here? Do you get a war drone over some type of spy drone in that capacity? What would you do? And it's a heavy subject for a Friday, but since we have nothing to go on but speculation, I'd love to hear what you have to say. 888-788-9910. Okay, right now, the networks, including the one where I work, are continuing to monitor the story. Uh, They're kind of hopping around, you know, from thing to thing in between Pentagon updates. The most recent update we have to offer you. Jillian Turner here at Fox has reported that our government knew of China's plan to send us this balloon a few months ago. We're hearing contradicting reports that it was less time than that. Now, to be clear... Okay, this is a very fluid situation. So let's talk about what we do know. What we do know is the balloon is here. Bingo. What we do know is China lied about what it was. Bingo. And what we do know is it's a major middle finger to the United States of America. Bingo, man, bingo. Ezra, down in Atlanta, Georgia, functioning now as commander-in-chief for the length of this phone Uh call. Yo, Ezra. All right. So I looked up some statistics. Big surprise. The altitude of that balloon exceeds our ability to get a helicopter up there if you want to stick a grappling hook or something in it. Mm-hmm. It exceeds our ability for what they call a halo jump, high altitude, low opening. Because, yep. you know, our guys have the cojones to jump out of a whatever mm-hmm. and get it. So absolutely, I'd put, a, you know, get a, a, a gunship up there. I'd put one hole in it. And when it got down lower, bring it. But to call it a weather balloon that, you know, accidentally went over a nuke site, absolutely not. No way. The Chinese wouldn't even have let it, you know, yeah. gotten within 100 miles of the coast. So bring it down, ball the flames, dissect it, see what's in it in terms of surveillance capabilities, what they recorded, everything. It, it is the middle finger to Joe Biden, and he deserves it. And unfortunately, we're going to be the victims of it. You know, after the debacle in, in Afghanistan lit the fuse, now they got those islands going up in the Philippines, et cetera. It's just yep. a disaster, total no, disaster. No, there's no two ways about it, man. Uh, it, it's, a, yeah. it's a flying middle finger. My concern, really quick, is that, you know, I'm being told there could be a debris field that has major consequences for the people below, given the height of the balloon. But what you just articulated and actually just shooting a hole in it is we land rockets from space back right. onto platforms, nets and capture devices and everything. So there's yeah. no way where at the very least we shouldn't be bringing it down because you'd want to reverse engineer it and figure out what the deal is. So, Well, what if you shot it down five miles offshore? Well, if, this is the thing. Mean, if you shoot it down, though, we don't get to know what it is and what it had. I'd be more interested in acquiring it if such a thing were possible. So we'll right. see. But the point is, congrats on your election. You were a fine commander in chief. And I want you to get off. <laughs> I want you to get off the phone before we count the mail-in votes. You know what I'm okay, saying? Thanks, brother. They might yeah, take this election you. from you. See you soon. Good job. There goes Ezra. Owen's down in Sarasota, Florida. He's got plans. Uh-huh. Owen, my man. Can you hear me? I can hear you damn good, Mr. There President. There he is. There he is. <laughs> um, <laughs> who, who's that again? Oh, hey, uh, Don, yep. I'm calling for you. The, uh, <laughs> I know. Well, let me just say this really quick. As people keep saying, oh, Trump would have shot down the balloon already. But the truth is the balloon wouldn't have came here if Trump was the guy because they respected strength. What would you say? It's uh, a big Don. Yeah. But um, uh, I have a playful side, and, and I – I think we ought to send a 
balloon their way. Yeah, it's giving yeah, a balloon. They react. Yeah, why not? No, I'm fine. I'm I'm down with that. Uh, I think that makes sense. I mean, I think they would shoot it down, but I think the the joke of and the then, whole uh, the, yeah, touche, you know, then it would be re- retaliation time, and we shoot theirs. Yeah, well. It could get, make it, the first move. It could get ugly, but the point is they're giving us the finger, but you're weighing in yeah. on the side of giving it back. I respect that. I think you were a fine commander-in-chief, Owen. Thanks for the call. Uh, Kathy is out in San Diego, California. She knows stuff. Kathy. My question is, if we shoot it down, what kind of malicious content are on board, in the balloon? I think we need to capture it yeah. and surveil and find out what, what, what's there. A hundred percent. Um, that that would be my interest here. Shooting it down is like, yeah, you can't do that to us, and obviously we want to be taken seriously. But on the off chance that this has stuff in it, because we can't take China's word for it is the point. So we either I, – I see one of two options. We either need a means to take it down or we do have to shoot it down. If for no other reason, then we can't let it go back to China without knowing what just happened to us. Like if we're not going to know, if we're not going to know what it has, then they shouldn't either from this moment forward, I think would be my call. So that is – as a President Kathy, you're saying we need to land this puppy. Yep, bring well, it in. Well, you are the first, technically speaking, the first female president of the United States. How does it feel? <laughs> I am honored, uh, and I think anything would be a, a promotion above what we have right now. <laughs> there you go. And you want to know something? I would vote for you over Hillary, so you did good. You deserve You deserve <laughs> the gig. Kathy, you deserve Thank the gig. I'll, I'll be out on the West Coast all weekend. We'll, we'll hang. I'll see you soon, okay? There she goes. Uh, 888-788-9910. What would you do? Matt is in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Yo, Matt. Hey, Jimmy. How you doing, man? My man. I'm still, I'm still sleeping off my trip to Fort Wayne with Jenny Faley. You guys were a rowdy oh, bunch out there. I'm telling you, it's the best secret of the country. I'm telling you, people, just stay out of Indiana, would you? <laughs> <laughs> I can't bring any more attention to it. <laughs> hey, anyway, yeah, I agree with you and Kennedy totally. I mean, we don't want to destroy it. We we need to know what they got on us. So mm-hmm. um, I, I'm thinking a big grappling hook. It's a balloon, for Christ's sakes. Bring yeah. that thing down, you know? Yeah. There's got to be a way. That's I mean, my we, opinion. We have planes yeah, that fly at that altitude. We do have planes that fly. Yeah, go ahead. It's the best military in the world. We're smart people. We should be able to bring that thing down. It's a balloon. Yep. <laughs> I know. They're saying it's a balloon with a, pay, with a payload. We don't know what the payload is. Now, if that's okay. the case— how the hell did we let it get here unless we didn't know it was on its way? Because if they were oh, monitoring we this, they let it get here. My guess oh, is, yeah, that's what I think. I think we knew, which makes us look even weaker. Like, do you, th- yep. what, do you think we've kind of emboldened the world and that they're poking the bear a little bit because they think the bear, oh. yeah? Uh, yeah, yeah, well, yeah, exactly. Um, I totally agree with you, yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'll tell well, we, China not to pull this stunt on President Matt because it'll be a lot different. There you go. The great Matt. Jeff is in Kalamazoo, Michigan. Yo, Jeff. Hey, Jimmy. My man. Uh, uh, I, I want to guess. Mikey didn't tell me what your plan is, but I know. But knowing you, I do feel like let me just give me a second here. What does President Jeff want to do? If I had to guess, did you tell Mikey you'd shoot it down? Absolutely. <laughs> I want credit for this because Mikey and Josh can vouch for the fact that I'm not looking at our call screening software, so I wouldn't know what your answer is. I just take the call and we talk it out. But you strike me as a little more rock'em sock'em from other conversations we've had. What's your justification for shooting it down? Is you want to demonstrate some strength because the world respects that? 
Well, there's an international decorum that's broke down everywhere. Nobody respects international lines or sovereignty. Mm-hmm. So what's to say next time this won't be a hypersonic missile? Yeah, no, you, like I said, I, I, that's where I think the argument's made for shooting it down is you're going to be asked to shoot down something bigger, you know, the next time around. That's the problem is if you shoot this down, they go, well, we better not step it up. You know, they're, they're obviously taking this seriously. But if you're just right. going to come by, I mean, understand, it's not flying over a campground. It's flying over an intercontinental ballistic missile facility. And it has real-time communication capabilities. They don't fly these things over and then wait till they get back to China to share what they learned, which means every second that it's in the air over America, it is transmitting some type of data back to China. Now, our Pentagon spokesperson claims that from what they can tell, it's no longer able to spy on us. But how the hell could you make that claim without knowing, you know, without any ability to communicate with the drone? Or knowing exactly who's controlling it and how. So I don't feel like we're getting a straight answer. What I want to believe, honestly, uh, is that, you know, the military is withholding information from us for strategic purposes and that they're more competent than they look in this moment. But my concern is this is an administration that very rarely exceeds expectations. Yeah, and you're you're being very gracious very as far gracious. as the military <laughs> being prepared. I think we're being sold out hook, line, and sinker to foreign governments, and I, I put this right back on the American people. What have we become as a nation where we sit back and let pissy little countries roll over us? No, it's not. It's, it's weak. You're right. There's no two ways about it. We are uh, so much bigger than China in this moment, and we're getting bullied by the little guy. For what, I don't know. So, uh, listen, well, they're, Je- they're yeah, getting their money's worth from the Biden cartel, so that's that's for sure. <laughs> Maybe it's that. Well, Jeff, I think you did a fine job. Your term is up. You were unfortunately a one-termer. Uh, but, but depending on how this plays out, you might have just created an appetite for a second term, okay? There you go. Good. Have a great weekend. You too, brother. There he goes, the great Jeff Kalamazoo. Sherry is out in Pueblo, Colorado. Sherry. Hi, Jimmy. How's hey, it going, man? Hey, girlfriend. I'm dying to come to Colorado. You do know I I, I mean it when I say that to you. Uh, you better come to Colorado before I am dead. That's all I. <laughs> Sherry, what do you got saying. cooking here? Are you saying the weather balloon's going to take you out before me and Lincoln can rent a convertible? So here's my question. Yeah. So here's my question to you. What if it was a Russian balloon? Mm-hmm. What would the What would the U.S. do? How would we react? Here's How would the Biden thing. react? I think any country in the world but us would shoot down another country's balloon if it had yeah. made it over a nuclear site. And did yep. so through lying, okay? Because the lie is disrespectful. Like, you say it's a weather balloon. It just happened to lose control, you know, by 5,000 miles <laughs> and fly over a nuclear yeah. site. You know, I made yeah. this well, point. That, Go that, ahead. that tells us a little bit about uh, Chinese technology. If it has navigational components, how did it go astray in the first place? Yep, that's the point. So yeah. it's a disrespectful lie. Like we get lying, you know, on the world stage. They, people do it all the time. But when you tell that level of a lie, it's it's very disrespectful to the person you're lying to. Like if if I said to Jenny, uh, I'm in flash dancers tonight at 2 in the morning because the wind blew me in here, it's <laughs> – it's that's more disrespectful than the fact that I'm even in flash dancers. And believe me, we're doing disrespectful things in flash dancers. But you get it, Sherry. You get it. 
I, I would um, be so impressed well, if you lied to me with that. But uh, <laughs> yeah, well, and 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 it being over Montana, uh-huh. there's a lot of open land there. They yep. could shoot it down easily. Thank you. And uh, maybe they're just scoping out the next. You know, the next yeah. part of our country that they want to purchase. Yeah, well, they're, <laughs> they're trying to buy some more farmland. That's so right. – uh, listen, what a crazy time to be alive. But the idea that they can fly this east – because we have nuclear facilities here at Indian Point in upstate New York. And mm-hmm. every, every second this thing is in the air, it's getting more data on us. So I, yeah. I think you either have to shoot it down or take it down one way or the other um, to answer your yeah. question. And if it was a Russian balloon, man, uh, I do think mm-hmm. – I, I, it's tough. It depends on whether what kind of pronouns they gave the balloon over in Russia. But I kid. <laughs> Sherry, you're the coolest. We'll do it again soon, girlfriend. Right, right on, Jimmy. Take care. There, Miss, you're ready. There she goes, the great Sherry in Pueblo, Colorado. Uh, quick break. We're going to take more of your calls after this. The show that sees through the bullet. My response is right, you know, and the stripper really likes you. This is Fox Across America with Jimmy Fallon. It is Fox Across America with Jimmy Fallon diving right back into the call. Steve down in Chandler, Texas. Yo, Steve. Jimmy, how are you? I'm good, man. This is a messy one. You're now the president for the next minute. Uh, What's the first move you do in the administration? Well, actually, I would send up. We've got the technology to send up. No matter how big this thing is, they could shoot a net over it with weights and bring that puppy down in the safe method. And then we can see what they're really doing to us. But we don't put up with this. No. We, we, we take it out. Yeah, it's got to come down. I mean, any, any way you slice it, it has to come down. If you, you, The Pentagon report that we just received a minute ago is they expect it to be over the U.S. for a few more days. Now, in no world is that acceptable. And in no world no. does that demonstrate that we are the world's preeminent superpower, that we're just okay with this. You know? No, it's showing that we're weak. It is. Um, and I don't know. We've always been strong. I've really, uh, over the years, I'm I'm old. I met you along with you a couple of months ago. Yes, you but did. It, to me, if we don't do something about this, they're just going to keep doing it. And like yep. the other caller said, you know, you don't know what the next one's going to be over us. Nope. So bring it down. Well, um, but then one other thing I want to bring mm-hmm. up, this was a year ago that you were bad mouth on my Kansas City Chiefs. <laughs> okay, what do you what do you think is going to happen? Oh, buddy. Well, I can't physically root for the Eagles under any circumstance. Uh, that doesn't mean I'm prepared to say nice things about your Chiefs, but I would be uh, a lot happier if they won it than the Philly fans. So you got that out of me, Steve. That's as far as I'll okay. go. But, okay. but I'm well, with you. Well, I'm with you on the foreign policy. I'm still not there yet on the football. Let's see. Let's see how your weather balloon advice works out, and we'll we'll circle back to football, as Jen Saki would say. Okay. Great. Hey, we'll get, I'll get back to you in a couple weeks. You're the best, Steve. See you, buddy. Good luck in the game. Jared is out in Salem, Oregon. Yo, Jared, are you with Steve? Do we capture this thing? What do we do? Yeah, we got to get our hands on this thing. I, I think just for the fact that then we have one up on them. You know, yeah. we, we're holding their their technology. Yeah. And just so you know, Jimmy, I uh, I got three tickets to your comedy show in Bend. Oh, get out! That's going to be a nutty one. Yeah, I yeah, but I mean, you can't go fishing. Well, but. here's the deal. I know we've we've seen this. This has been spoken of on the interwebs. 
Uh, we'll talk closer to the show because I do still need more intel out of you in terms of Bend and everything I should be doing. And uh, you, oh, yeah. I never know who I'm going to be traveling with, but if I have any, like, Fox friends or family or anything like that, I'll need some intel, and you'd certainly be welcome to come hang out. Like, the people, the people like, when I hang out in Reno, like, say we're going out to Carson City this weekend, I basically, yeah. for 24 hours, it's like you rented a party clown, and you guys get to do whatever you want with me. So you'll hey, get I'm your in. money's I'm worth. All right. All right. Good stuff, Jared. I'll, we'll do it again soon. There he goes, the great Jared. And uh, there you go. Uh, heading to the top of the hour now. The phone lines will remain open. You'll all have a chance to be president, commander-in-chief, and there's no way you can do a better job, worse job anyway, than the guy in charge now. Live from everywhere USA, it's Fox Across America with Jimmy Fallon. Oh, yes, it is. We're coming to you live from the greatest country in the world. Uh, But we are getting punked a little bit on the main stage right now. Uh, Not looking great. We've got a Chinese spy balloon. We are now being told by the Pentagon it is over Kansas. We're tracking this thing like it's Santa's sleigh on New Year's Eve. We're getting the on the Christmas Eve. We're getting the NORAD updates. The question I posed to callers in the last hour was if we swore you in as president for one phone call to Fox Across America. What would you do as commander-in-chief as it pertains to this Chinese spy balloon? Uh, 888-788-9910 if you want to weigh in. But batting leadoff is a guy with real stakes in the game because he's out in Missoula, Montana, where it all started. Yo, Scott. Yo, player. You got Coondog here. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, you need to embrace that new weight, man. You God just got to level out those wings a little bit. And, uh, <laughs> you'll find the balance. Player. All right. All right, man. Maybe that's the way because, forward. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, uh, as, as the president speaking here, or, or soon to be, uh, what, we don't need to shoot this sucker down. No, no, no. We need to be respectful of their property and bring it down gently mm-hmm. and maybe charge the batteries and check out to make sure all the functions are working. But this isn't a good balloon. This mm-hmm. isn't a party birthday balloon. This is a bad balloon, like a bad clown. You yep. know what I mean? <laughs> and. Uh, and let's be good to it. But and then they need to come over and pick it up, and they can have a little time out in the corner. You know, this is bad. You guys <laughs> well, need to play night. Well, you know I, what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, listen. The answer here is I'd love you. You really do want to know what the hell it is, and what they're yeah, trying to yeah. do. But the one yeah, thing they, is that this thing's communicating with China in real time. It's not like they send it out like on a Marco Polo journey, and then when it gets back, they find out what it learned. So every second that it's over our country is a second it's learning something. So, yeah. you know. Yeah. And, I, it, and, it, and the other thing is that they know where our silos. Yeah. Everybody in Montana knows where our silos are. That's yeah. not an issue. They're, they're deeper than that. Yeah. They're, they're, you know, they're, they're way, way deeper than we're giving credit, yeah, yeah. credit for. Oh, so. of course. I, I agree with that, too. And this is oftentimes when it comes to China, they're playing some kind of a long game. So this balloon may very well be part of a larger strategy. And we're probably trying to figure that out behind closed doors. But at the very least, I'd like to see it come down so we could kind of figure yeah. out what it is. Um, yeah, no, I mean, no. and, and we have the ability to do it, too. I mean, I mean but do no you take it as do you take it as a sign of respect to the citizenry of Montana that they're flying as high as they are, knowing most of you are armed enough to take this thing down on your own? Oh, in a heartbeat. We could, we could take it down in, in minutes. Yeah, That's exactly okay. what they're doing. Good call, Scott. Excellent analysis. As always, Coon Dog, we'll see you soon. Uh, BC is in North Florida. Yo, BC. Yo, what it is, Mr. Jimmy? I hope you get to the bottom of this. <laughs> it's coming. Somebody has to. I, I don't know that the people in charge are doing that. 
But, uh, you know, I want to believe that they they know things they can't tell us. That's what I want to believe in moments like this. And I do have faith in our military. I don't really have a lot of faith in the president himself, but I do have some faith in the military. So hopefully they know more than we do. Uh, but well, what's the move in North Florida? Well, I'm way down here in Florida, and, and we're not really worried about that weather balloon up there. We got our own little uh, fish to fry down here. But, you know, what's going on up there is it came over through Canada. You know, from all the reports, I've seen a report from eight hours ago that it came over through Canada. Uh-huh. Washington didn't tell you about it. Yeah. Oregon didn't tell you about it. So it comes through Canada. What's Justin going to do? Yeah. What's he going to do about it? What did he do about it? No, okay, nothing. And, and with all that, what's in the damn balloon, dude? Can we send Dr. Fauci up there to bust the balloon and breathe in the air, please? <laughs> you, want, you want Fauci to pull? Well, this is the thing. That, that drone operator better be vaccinated or he's going to have big problems. You know, with, yeah, he might be a we'll, super spreader. We'll shoot it down. If the guy's not vaccinated, he's in big trouble. Vaccinated and, you know, of course, he has to use the right pronouns. It is a dumb but, time but, to be know, alive. It's just, it's just a foreign object from another country that we know that went through Canada and now it's hovering over and everybody's wondering what to do. Mm-hmm. I mean, come on. What about that guy that's uh, the head of the border control? I think it's like Mike or something like that. My- Mayorkas? What's he doing? Mayorkas right now. Uh, if I had to guess, is having a three martini lunch at Cafe Milano on K Street down in D.C., if that was my guess. Uh, but B.C., fine analysis as always. Thanks for the call. Uh, Susan is out where I am headed this weekend in Reno, Nevada. Yo, Susan. Oh, Jimmy, we love you so much here. Oh, you're the best. So well, go ahead. My thought, my thought is, you know, we know how crap is made in China, so I'm pretty sure my grandson could hack it, and then they could just <laughs> drop it right there in Carson City, and we can see what's on it. Wow. So, <laughs> so let me ask you this. You know how Carson, the Carson Nugget has the Batman, the Batmobile in it? Are you telling yes. me that the owners could replace the Batmobile with a new tourist attraction? They could put the Chinese oh spy drone God. in there? Yeah. Oh, my God. That would be awesome. I can't, I'm not going to your show this time because I was supposed to go to Key West through Dallas and Ooh. got canceled. But oh, hell. I see you last time. Yes, and you, you did. were awesome. So oh. everybody's lucky to get to see you. Well, you are going to miss a hell of a special guest. I am not at liberty to name uh, this person, oh. but you'll, you'll hear all about it on Monday's show. So thanks for being yeah. there in spirit. Oh, we love you. You're the best, Susan. I miss you already. Be well. There she goes, the great Susan. Uh, Al is in Traverse City, Michigan. Yo, Al. Don't shoot it down, but we go up and we catch it and we release it. But while we've got it, we spray paint the lens and we replace the data in it with the data from Hunter Biden's laptop and then let it go home. (laughs) Is that the payback for making COVID in the lab as they get all the germs that are in that hard drive? That would be the first Yes. <laughs> Yo, let's speculate for two seconds. Just we're completely speculating. OK, when it comes to China and them doing this, it's obviously not an accident. They did it on purpose. It's not a weather balloon. It's a spy balloon. They did it on purpose. Do you think they are a trying to get us to shoot it down because they want a larger conflict? Do you think they are B just kind of dipping their toe in the water to see how much more they can get away with? Or do you think there's a larger play here that I, I'm not speaking to yet that's, that's beyond the scope of this? No, I think they're just dipping their toe in just to see what they can get away with. I okay. think that's all it is right now. Okay. I, it wouldn't surprise me. Uh, and, and to be clear, they've gotten away with a lot. I mean, if we're being told the thing's now over Kansas, you know, it got here somehow. And when I hear the Pentagon say we've been tracking it, 
there's conflicting reports. One is months, the other is days. But either way you strike it, that means we had a lot of time while this thing was over water to get to it, and we chose not to. So That's right. It wasn't released yesterday. This thing was released a month or so ago. So yep. they, they knew when it was released. They watched it. They saw where it was going, and they saw it was heading towards us and did nothing. Yep. That's a weak move. I mean, man, oh, boy, oh, man. We don't, you know. I, I, I would, people keep saying, like, oh, they wouldn't do this if Trump was in office. They wouldn't do this if Barron Trump was in office, you know. <laughs> That's the problem. But, listen, Al, I'm with you. We're sending hey, a laptop. Oh, yep, go ahead. This is the Traverse City Comedy Festival. How come you're not here? Oh, hell, not only am I not there, but Dave Landau's not there. I didn't know that was a thing. we got to work it out. I'll be out in Reno playing blackjack. Uh, how come I'm not there? Because i got to work off my gambling debt from the last time I was at the Carson Nugget. Well, good luck with that. Thanks, Al. You're the man. Uh, my man, John, is in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, another place I just got back from. Yo, John! Hey, girl, what's going on? You know what? I'll tell you what, girlfriend. Uh, down there in Bricktown, it's still early enough in the day where I trust your judgment. I do know we're like two hours away from happy hour, at which point I might not have solicited this opinion. Uh, but what do you do to the balloon? What's the move? Well, uh, you know, I'm thinking we've got enough PS5 players out there. We just go ahead and jam that thing up, bring it down with uh, our own controllers, take care of it, just spray paint over all the China stuff and just put Made in the USA on it. See what <laughs> it's made out of and then hand it back to them. So you're saying Lincoln and his buddies playing Fortnite could actually take this thing down? The link man could park it in Joe Biden's front yard. <laughs> right there on the classified documents. Right there, right there on the classified documents and then or next to the Corvette, whichever. Yeah, yeah, it's there. Either way you slice it, you'll have some documents. Uh, well, that's a brilliant call. And listen, I do think that's the answer. We got to take it down. We have to do something. You can't, like, well, we let can't it fly home. Yeah, you can't let it fly home. Like, don't you do it again, China. I mean, because that has implications everywhere. US. Yep. I, know, I like your style. All right, let's go. We're in the balloon stealing business now. Gone in 60 seconds. John, great call. Happy Friday. Uh, my man Barry is out in Los Angeles. Yo, Barry. Hey, Jimmy. Uh, the damage has already been done, mm-hmm. so let it fly over the Atlantic. Shoot it down. First, but before that, uh, the military, people in the military need to be fired. I'm not sure why you mentioned earlier you have confidence in our military given the Afghanistan debacle was less than a year and a half ago. Soldiers, yes. Um, leadership, I mean, no. Mil- Soldiers, yes. Leadership, million- no. Go ahead. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yes, definitely. I have no – yes. That's total leadership issue I have um, and every American should have. Therefore, both Millie and Austin should immediately be fired. No questions asked. Mm-hmm. This is a joke. Yep. Well, this is the issue, man. Biden had a chance. They made a calculated decision right after the Afghan oh. troop withdrawal. To sell this thing as a success, as asinine and, and, you know, as ridiculous as it was, you know, they had they made that choice. They could have acknowledged it was bad and fired Millie, fired guys like Austin, okay, just to put some distance between the president and the failure. But instead they were like, no, we'll go the other way. We'll tell them it worked, which was psychotic. But now they're in a position where we have a crisis of confidence and leadership because of the people, as you said, that made those moves previously that backfired as badly as they did. So I'm with you in that. I don't love the leadership here, but I do know our people are capable if it comes down to it. But it's a it's a weird moment, man, because this is not the kind of thing China does accidentally. They don't do anything accidentally. Oh, I agree. And oh, in response to the guy about Canada, um, by the way, Canada, NORAD is both Canada and the U.S., so um, when it was over Canada, the U.S. could have easily told Canada we're shooting it down. 
Yep. Listen, uh, one way or the other, uh, I feel like we had a window to do something. And we've kind of forced ourselves into a bad spot by not acting sooner. So however you slice it, they're giving us the finger. And until further notice, we're taking it. Good call, Barry. You're the best. Uh, Jim is down in Apollo Beach, Florida. Yo, Jim. Hey, Jimmy. It's been great listening to you. I love your show. Thanks, brother. I'm trying over here. I'll stick with these drugs. But continue. (laughs) (laughs) Got to give us a list of what they are. The, uh, I think there might be a nuclear bomb on there, and it, so it, it got over here because it wasn't launched. We didn't see a nuclear launch. Got over here. Now we don't want to shoot it down because it's pressure sensitive. When it gets to a certain altitude, the pressure's higher. It'll ignite, or it'll uh, it'll uh, make the bomb go off. Listen, we should capture it, uh-huh. drag it over the Atlantic, like the last caller said, mm-hmm. and then and then bring it down. But yeah. you don't bring it down over us. Yeah, you can't because it, at that height, the debris would be such that you've got like a meteor shower crashing oh, down. Would, yeah, a nuclear weapon, a nuclear bomb detonated that high up would would be devastating. Yeah, it's a real problem. I, it, it's, so, listen, when this is over, assuming we get straight answers, okay, we do need to know how this thing evaded our radar. You know, if it in fact invaded our radar, I know there's you know they're they're saying they've been tracking it. But they might be saying they've been tracking it as a means of saving face, meaning it's not a big deal. We knew it wasn't a big deal. That's how we let it get to where we got. But if this is, in fact, something that's a threat to the country, then there was a failure in their, you know, their ability to keep us safe. So a lot of interesting things going on this weekend, Jim. I was planning a quiet weekend. I was going to tell some jokes in Reno. Uh, Now on the upside, if I lose my life savings at the blackjack table, I mean, the world might end by Sunday. So it's not the big a deal I thought it would be, you know. <laughs> Good stuff. There you go. We'll do it again, brother. Be well. Uh, more of your calls when we come back. You're listening to the best dad on the radio. Can't believe you forgot my birthday. You're with Jimmy Fallon on Fox Across America. It is Fox Across America with Jimmy Fallon. Taking more of your calls about the Chinese weather balloon is what they told us with a straight face. China's foreign minister saying to the United States, as a weather balloon that flew off course. You're alive. Of course he is. And now we're trying to figure out how we make sense of this one way or the other. What is the path forward? I asked the callers. Don is in St. Petersburg, Florida. He knows things. Yo, Don. Yo, Jimmy, I'm sitting here with TB12, and I thought I'd give you a call. <laughs> so you're telling me we could send Tom Brady since he has nothing to do. Now, wow, technically, awesome? listen, you brought up Tom Brady. He is good at lowering inflation. <laughs> Why hasn't that come up yet, Jimmy? Excellent. Um, unbelievable. Listen, 12 easy steps. Okay. We can't shoot it down because that demonstrates to the Chinese our, our capabilities, but the CIA can certainly retrieve it. Trust me on that. Yep. Step two, we strip it for study. Step, uh, step yep. three, we paint the silliest dang cartoon caricature of Chairman Mao on it. <laughs> Remember ordinance yeah, yep. guys in the Air Force in World War II putting pictures of Hitler on the bombs? And then we send it on its way so the whole world gets a good laugh out of it. Funny. Listen, I, I – listen – one way or the other, uh, a move needs to be made. 
I do love the idea of trolling China because they're trolling us right now a hundred percent. A hundred percent. I mean, it's very, it is. It's disrespectful, man. It's like they're flicking our ear. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? You know, just waiting for us to snap. So I, I will put this in the queue. It's one of the better recommendations. Good job, Don. Tell Tom I said hi. More importantly, tell Giselle I said hi, would you? Yeah, she's right here. You want to say hi yourself? <laughs> You're the best. I'll see you soon. John is in Tyler, Texas. Yo, John. Hey, Jimmy. My Glad man. To talk to you. Yeah, it's a My good theory job. is is that Hunter has sold the air rights over the United States. <laughs> Joe won't do anything until Hunter can collect on what he's being owed. <laughs> he wants his money. So you're, yeah, you're telling me there's money. a there's an international wire transfer being sent, and until it lands, this balloon's here to stay. Here to stay. That's oh, it, my man. man. Oh, that's funny. Well, hopefully they didn't leave the bank routing information in Biden's garage. Uh, yeah, that's we, right. We can't right, send it through. Good, good stuff, John. Uh, DJ in Southwest Wyoming. Yo, DJ. Howdy, howdy. Thank you for this opportunity. I'll skip the inauguration speech and go right to the policy. <laughs> Thanks, Mr. President. Go ahead. Uh, I think, come on, it's over the Midwest. It was over the West, Mountain West. There's got to be some rodeo cowboys out there to saddle up an F-16, go up there and get their ropes and bring that son of a bitch down. Oh, I agree. I got to tell you, man, There's if we can land rockets back on pads and stuff like that, there's no world where we don't have the capability here. Like I, they keep saying, like, all options are on the table. I want to believe that's one of the options, but they're not telling us what the options are. And maybe that's for strategic purposes. But um, if, if, it, if it continues to fly east, the concern you really have is it's going to get into more populated areas. I mean, if it's already over Kansas, it's, you know, it's headed that way. And then you kind of lose any ability you might want to shoot it down, you know, because it gets so populous that somebody dropped the ball in letting it get, get as far as it did. Because if it, they knew about it for days, as they're now saying, okay, that means it was over water. That means we could have done something or communicated to China. And it doesn't sound like we did. So the question I want to ask you really quick is, do you think we didn't know and we're trying to act like we did to save face? I don't know. I know that if this got, if we had the roles were reversed and this, yeah. we had something, somewhere, I'd be blown up. It within two hundred miles of their coastline because yep. they have different rules for their territorial waters. Yep. So it's rules for thee and not for she. Unbelievable. <laughs> well done. Great call. Really quick. Uh, Brandon is in Wharton, Texas, and he has a quick theory to share. Brandon, cut right to the chase. What is your theory? Hey, Jimmy. My, uh, man. my theory is that's the uh, that's. Biden's new bag man right there carrying <laughs> cash for Biden. <laughs> so that's the balloon that's carrying Biden's cash. So here's my question yeah. to you then. What is higher, the balloon or Hunter? Oh, definitely Hunter. <laughs> Brandon, never disappoint. Uh, happy Friday to you, brother. Hopefully we don't have to fight a World War III before we talk next. Uh, Dave Landau's coming up because the world's on fire. We might as well roast a couple of marshmallows. Back with him and more of your calls after this. They're playing Bobby Brown. Stuff is getting real. Joining us now to back me up on that statement, a superstar comedian. You can see him tonight in Fort Walton Beach, Florida. He is performing stand-up comedy at The Block in Fort Walton Beach, Florida. Tonight, February the 3rd, 
Use code word uh, Chinese weather balloon for half off tickets. Dave Landau is here to back me up. Yo. That's correct. And make sure you spell it right. <laughs> you don't honor. Do you not honor if they use code word Chinese weather balloon? You don't honor it? <laughs> no, no. It's got to be capital C. And then spelled right all the way. Well, you know what would be really funny? If you were like, you know those chintzy comics who give coupon codes they don't honor? You tell them it has to be written in Chinese? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. No. Sorry. Yeah, no. This is uh, English. No good. It's odd. I had a fortune cookie the other day that said, look up. <laughs> well, I guess that's <laughs> I guess that's better than the fortune cookie I had that said that wasn't chicken. Hey, good night, everybody. Meow. Zinger. Uh, are you, did you make it down the Fort? Did, did you make it down the Sorry. Fort Walton in one piece? Are you down there now? I did. I just had to have the seventeen layovers it takes to get here. It's the one part of Florida that apparently there's no direct flights to. Yo. So uh, I had to stop in Atlanta, and uh, I, I hope the smoke was from uh, the, <laughs> or, well the the clouds. I mean, <laughs> was from the weather. And then I jumped back in, and uh, yeah, that's so here. funny. It's nice. It's nice and warm. It's nice. One thing you really get to know well as a comic is the fact that some of the airport routing decisions. Uh, are a little curious. You know what I mean? They're like, yeah, Jimmy, you're flying from New York to Portland with a stopover in Paris, France, but you'll save $28. I'm like, well, I'm so confused. Why is this a thing? But they do that all the time. I, I love when, when something says like, all right, you leave today at 6 a.m. and then you arrive next day at 7 p.m. The plus, the like, plus one. Me. Have you ever seen? <laughs> yeah. You know what yeah. I love about the plus one? That means there are routes out there that have a plus two on them. Oh, there are. I'm sure. There's plus threes, and you're on spirit, so it's a win-win. <laughs> spirit, where the pilot puts out a tip cup. Unbelievable. Yes, where he just goes, hey, everybody, we're going to be flying at an altitude that's 50-50. <laughs> so silly. Well, we're talking about altitude. We have a Chinese weather balloon over America. Uh, we were well, anyway. It's a spy balloon. They told us it was a weather balloon. Just just happened to veer off course. Don't you hate when your weather balloons wind up over another country's intercontinental ballistic military facilities? It is it is a bit odd because I was thinking about it. Uh, Montana itself is the number one place for UFO sightings. Yeah. Do so you think back to all the weather balloon stuff and all the connections? And not to be that guy. But it's like everybody's like, yeah, there's a UFO, and it's Montana, so they're like, no, you're just on meth. <laughs> but it turns out they actually probably saw that, but it's like, what intel are the Chinese trying to get out of Montana? It's like, okay, well, yep, Ario Speedwagon is still playing Billings. <laughs> well, that China likes Montana. They can't fight this feeling anymore. There you go. They, uh... Yeah, they're just... <laughs> Sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so oh, sorry. Look, no, it's it's fair. It's fair. Half of ZZ Top is here. <laughs> That's funny. The Allman brother joining us tonight live in Billings. We have the righteous bro. <laughs> I'm dying. Uh, we're having a chat with Diamond Dave Landau. He is appearing at the block in Fort Walton Beach, Florida tonight. You can see him in Muskegon, Michigan on February the 10th. That's coming up a week from tonight. Uh, Diamond Dave spanning the globe. Did you watch? I wanted to play this for the listeners, but this is what happened. I was on Outnumbered. When I got up here to the studio, 
uh, we just went right into the phones because I was letting everybody be president and tell us what to do with the weather balloon. And Kennedy was sure. weighing in, and we had her as, like, the flight control on the whole thing. And we had a lot of uh, serious, spirited discussion. But I didn't get to play the clips of AOC and Elon Omar and Rashida Tlaib melting down on the House floor. Could you entertain me for a minute and just react to some of these with me? I would be honored. Who bats lead off, in your opinion? Do you go with AOC? I guess we have to work. We got to work our way up to Tlaib because you're not supposed to open your start, closet. What do you think? We start with the googliest eyes. Let's go AOC. <laughs> Josh, can you take it away on clip seven? Don't tell me that this is about an abdic- a condemnation of anti-Semitic remarks when you have a member of the Republican caucus who, have, who has talked about Jewish space lasers and an, an entire amount of tropes and also elevated her to some of the highest committee assignments in this body. This is about targeting women of color in the, in the United States of America. Don't tell me because I didn't get a single apology when my life was threatened. Thank you. <laughs> You know, there's a difference between saying Jewish space laser and the stuff that uh, Omar she said. said. Yes, I know. Well, Jew- Jewish space laser is not quite – I wish we had a space laser to get rid of the Jewish people, which is kind of the direction Omar went in, didn't quite say space yes. laser. <laughs> no, no. She just said in general anything. Yeah, anyway. Yeah, she's like, we don't need to be so specific. <laughs> we just, you know. Exactly. Just like, yeah, space laser. Really, it's whatever you got. You know the old bumper sticker, grass, gas, or ass, nobody rides free. <laughs> just, yeah. yeah, just any of that. Whatever it's going to take. How dare you? And then AOC, and only AOC can tell you you're racist for taking the racist lady off the committee. That's peak AOC. <laughs> And by the way, you know what? Because this is why I like to highlight this stuff, because it's all like performative ridiculousness, is he also threw off the same committee two white guys, Adam Schiff and Eric Swalwell. So you can't tell me this is specific to race if you're throwing the white people off, too. Well, yeah, and Eric Swalwell was too busy trying to have sex with the balloon. (laughs) Did it land yet? (laughs) Oh, that's funny. All right. So I got to get it. I got to tell him some secrets. Yeah. We're giving it a worry. We're giving out gold medals, and I guess we're calling this stupidity. We've heard AOC's floor routine here in this little gymnastic yeah. segment. Uh, let's go to I mean, pound for pound. Cory Bush is probably the dumbest person to hold an elected office. So I consider her presence in Congress like almost inspirational. She was the one who fought to the death to defund the police and then got caught with a $200,000 a year security detail of armed police. Uh, you know, <laughs> slightly hypocritical. Uh, but let's let's focus. Let's focus on the issue at hand. Here is Cory Bush's entrant. Clip six. Republicans are waging a blatantly Islamophobic and racist attack on Congresswoman Omar. And I've said it before. I will say it again. The white supremacy happening is unbelievable. This is despicable. <laughs> It is Congresswoman Omar who has been harassed at her job for simply existing as a Muslim woman in Congress. It is she who has been attacked by a member of this body, ridiculing her as a potential terrorist for simply existing as a Muslim woman in this Congress. So rather than bring an actual accountability, any accountability to Congress, they bring this offensive resolution to the floor. This is just a bunch of racist gaslighting. Now, I have to deduct points because she didn't emote on the AOC level. Like, they clearly made a calculated plan to we're going to get up, scream, and yell, and any word salad pertaining to racism and discrimination we're just going to throw. But didn't you kind of feel like she underacted? 
I did. I think I thought at one point she was going to go. I'm talking downtown. <laughs> I was with this one dude last night. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we're just watching a comedy People show don't now. Get the Simpsons reference. Yeah, but yeah. Where is? Yeah, it, it sounded. Yeah, it sounded more like I was watching uh, the Queens of Comedy. Yeah, but uh, Muslim. I don't know if that's how it's pronounced. Yeah, I'm but gonna... I, I I appreciate the effort. I'm gonna... uh, yeah, it, it sounds like she just had to go up there and say something, but yeah. she wasn't quite sure what she was defending. She's like terrorist. Is that what? Yeah. Probably. What are we going with here? Something about white supremacy. <laughs> and again, yeah. white supremacy, this decision affects multiple people on the committee. Eric Swalwell again, Adam Schiff being two of them. Okay. So the idea that you could just group this under white supremacy, but what what's interesting about it is there are people that will react to this and be like, yeah, because they don't have any additional context. They just think Ilhan Omar was thrown off a committee. Uh, but isn't it fascinating, though, that in real time you can now get out there in America and defend people who said we need to get rid of the Jews? Like in what world should that be OK? Like this is basically Kanye, but with a office in the, in the House of Representatives. It's a, it actually is very, very scary in, in all seriousness yeah. because it, it, it was something that went away for a really good reason, if we remember. Mm-hmm. I can't remember his name. It was Adolf something. Some guy with a but, stash. Uh, yeah, something, something. Plur. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Something, well, let's give a, a, let, let, a guy let, who ruined the toothbrush mustache. Yeah, that, that guy took a mustache, too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what a dirtbag. It's, it's terrifying, man. Yeah. Well, let me give you some Rashida Tlaib because she makes – Probably the most spirited defense here. Not that it's factually accurate, uh, but this is next level. You know, if like you, you know when you're like, um, when I was driving a cab, I used to do reads with people. Like people be on their way to an audition, and it'd be like, hey, can you read sides with me? Because I've got I'm on my way to an audition. And even as a yeah. cab driver, I would be able, with no basic understanding of showbiz, to be able to say to people, like, I think you're kind of overselling. Like if you're crying about like missing the bus, I don't think the scene calls for that. I think, you know, like, but maybe, you know, shoot. So this idea that Rashida Tlaib is about to take this to our country has failed you that to, in this instance, let, listen to this, because this is, again, in my cab, I would have put my head through the partition and been like, dial it back. Here it is. Clip five. Where are okay. the free speech warriors today? The free speech is obvious to the American people. <laughs> you are showing who you all are, really. <laughs> The gentlewoman's time has expired. Omar will not be silenced. The gentlewoman's time has expired. Omar, the I gentlewoman's am so sorry, time has expired. But our country is failing you today. <laughs> this chamber. You belong the gentlewoman is no longer recognized. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, oh, wow. sis. Just because there is a birth certificate where she married her brother. <laughs> <laughs> but I did you hear what she opened with free speech? Speech, right. This, this is a woman who has uttered every vile slur about Jewish people and they're defending it. Yeah, by the way, also speaking about free speech, while she's being told her time has expired on a platform where free speech is being allowed <laughs> and she keeps going because it's allowed. Yes, thank you. It's so bananas. <laughs> but when you say, like, our country has failed you, I'm sorry, sis, okay? That's the kind of thing you say where we chose to, like, say she was in, like, a Britney Griner situation as a hostage and we were like, nah. You know what I mean? We're just going right. to leave you overseas. 
You know, this is just right. you're leaving a committee. Like when this screaming and yelling fit was over, you know what every one of these people did? They went out to a $6,500 lunch a block from the right. Capitol. <laughs> right. Well, that's the thing is everybody involved in this is going to be fine. Yeah. That's the crazy part. And you're right. Two-thirds of the people that were dismissed were white. And if you look at Adam Schiff and Eric Swalwell, that right there is proof that whites are not supreme. <laughs> not, even a, not even a supreme pizza from Pizza Hut. No. No. The greatest. No, they, the, yeah. I, no, I don't. No, go ahead. Sorry. No, it's, it's the greatest argument about white being white people being good at anything is Adam Schiff and, and Eric Swalwell. <laughs> now, Ilhan Omar, she went long. She went over the light. They put the red light on. She went over the light. So we have compiled her greatest hits into a montage. I want you to hear this. Let oh oh go oh it's clip number three. Here it is. I didn't come to Congress to be silent. I came to Congress to be their voice, and my leadership and voice will not be diminished. If I am not on this committee for one term, my voice will get louder and stronger and my leadership will be celebrated around the world as it has been. So how about that? Uh, I've always said the smartest person in the room is the loudest. (laughs) Here it is for me. And you can tell me if you disagree. Okay, gold medal. Okay, actually, we should do it in reverse order because it's like a beauty pageant, right? We should let the winner be the last one, like, you know, with Mrs. Dakota and Mrs. Vermont, please step forward. And in the year 2023, it's two gentlemen with huge traps. (laughs) Yes, it's it's 58-year-old Mr. Miss Hawaii. (laughs) But anyway, stick with me in this pageant. Uh, My silver, my silver, uh, excuse me, blah, 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 blah. My bronze, my bronze actually goes to Omar because as the affected party, I felt like she could have done more here. And I wasn't, I wasn't sold. Uh, my silver goes to AOC because she did what she does. I mean, Congress is her side hustle. You know, being a full-time, like, TikTok idiot, she does know how to commit and sell. And I thought she had yeah. the fiercest presentation. But in terms of a fraudulent uh, deployment of emotion, how do you argue with Tlaib? I, I don't think you can. I mean, you have a good point. I think she is definitely. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, I, I think sis. It's, it just it doesn't work. Our country has failed you, sis. Our country's failed you, sis. <laughs> country. I, I think, <laughs> which, the, by the way, just the fact of look how far you made it in our country. That's the point. Is that they're claiming <laughs> oppression against women of color as they're sitting in the, one of the highest offices our country has. Is there anything right. more ridiculous? Keeping their jobs. <laughs> it's 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 I, it's insanity. It's they're all going out to a lobbyist lunch afterwards. It's bananas. And a, well, our they country only have one yeah. one argument, which is gaslighting everybody into yeah. thinking that it's 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 division and it's always about one thing. Race is the uh-huh. only argument you have. And is they're yelling is about their... is they're yelling about race? The black murder rate is up thirty five percent in this country right now. And they want you to believe the failure of our country was to keep an anti-Semite on a foreign affairs committee. That's where we're failing people of color is not having the racist on the foreign affairs committee. Enough about that whole murder and poverty thing. You know what I'm saying? 
Yeah, we'd like to be on top of that, but you know the rent rates. You guys know what I mean. Wink, wink. You know, huh? you know the uh, the other the you know the old joke about like other than that, how did you like the play, Mrs. Lincoln? Well, th- yes. this is like a take on that where you're telling Lincoln's wife that the real problem was the popcorn prices. You know, <laughs> time was you could go to a theater and a person of color could get a you know yeah. bucket of popcorn. It's bananas, man. We're living in the death of shame. <laughs> Go. We're so yeah. Yep. Just we're sorry the voices didn't project far enough for you to hear most of the play <laughs> over the gunshot. <laughs> you all deserve better. Here's a half price to our matinee. Go see Dave Landau tonight at the block in Fort Walton Beach, Florida. I will be there in spirit. I'll see you soon, brother. Thank you, sir. You're the best. The show that connects you to people in high places. It's like the most important man in the world standing here, and you got a conversation going with each other. Fox Across America with Jimmy Fallon. Bottom of the ninth here on Fox Across America. I am heading to the Aeropuerto, jetting off to Carson City, Nevada. We're going to be hanging out. At the Carson Nugget tomorrow night, three shows, six, eight, and ten. It is my understanding we have a handful of tickets left for that ten o'clock show. If you want to go to ccnugget.com, uh, if it sells out between tonight and tomorrow, uh, you can still come hang out. Like I'll be hanging out after the show. Lots of selfies, a lot of maybe some cigars with my man Clay. You don't know where the night's going to go. Uh, that's the fun. It's like you've rented a party clown. You get 24 hours. You can ask me anything and have a wild time. And I can't wait to get out there and see you guys. There's nothing better, nothing better than the Fox Across America crowd. Like we get together. It's actually really rad. And I'm actually proud of it. I mean, I'm proud of it at the beginning of the night. I'm definitely not proud of it at the end of the night when I see the kind of shape we're all in. <laughs> but until then, uh, it is a time to be proud. It is a time to be thankful. The weekend is upon us. Go out there and enjoy it. Have the best weekend allowable by law. Uh, try not to, you know, get spied on by any Chinese weather balloons. <laughs> but either way, whatever you do, be a Republican. Be a Democrat. Just do not be a I'm Guy Benson. Join me weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern as we break down the biggest stories of the day with some of the biggest newsmakers and guests. Listen live on the Fox News app or get the free podcast at GuyBensonShow.com. Listen to the show ad-free on Fox News Podcast Plus, on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music with your Prime membership, or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.